Blog Talk Radio. A Lebanese-American blues woman and a Texas loop pedal genius, Amanda Abizade and Sydney Wright are here today. It's Music Friday Live. Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so you can call them, 347-215-7511. Or, you know, you can email in if you're sitting there with your headphones on, and I know a lot of you are because you're at work. Uh, Email in, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. I want to say welcome to our listeners on Blog Talk Radio and on the CyberStationUSA.com network and all of their radio affiliates who will be listening to us later tonight. And also to hide everybody in the Artistic Echoes Network in the UK who will be listening to us tomorrow and everybody listening on Stitcher and iTunes. If you have questions or comments for our guests and you're listening on one of the affiliates or in England, go ahead and just email those in. We'll see to it that our guests receive them. Or if you're listening to us on iTunes, a podcast, same thing. And then the address again is musicfridaylive at gmail.com. You just noticed I cleared my throat. I'm sorry. I'm coming down with a cold. Uh, So every now and then you may hear me sort of disappear, and that's because I'm pressing a little button on the microphone that says cough. I'm still here. Um, So don't worry about that. Well... For all of you who have emailed in from around the country, no, we are not near any of the fires. Thank goodness. Although uh, people I know are being evacuated right now. So fingers crossed. Uh, the L.A. Fire Department, the Ventura Fire Department, and the uh, the state uh, fire uh, people are very, very good at what they do. And we certainly hope that they get these contained. Uh, secondly, a little program note, the building across from us, across the street from us is being taken down and uh, they have been using big power tools to do that right now. They're, I think they're on a lunch break, but if you hear some odd noise, it's not because I'm um, trying to blow my nose or something. It's because they're taking the building down and somehow they're really loud. We're in a soundproof studio, but you know, it's not always soundproof. Okay. Off to business <clears throat> or off to uh, music. And I want you to know, I first saw singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist Amanda Abizade at Molly Malone's not too long ago. That's a club here in Los Angeles. And I was blown away. You know, I knew she had recorded the theme song, A Place in Time, for Paramount's The 4400. And I knew she had done other songs on TV shows like Odd Girl Out and Smallville and Charmed. But I didn't know what an exciting live performer she is. Well, now having seen one of those exciting live performances, I understand why she has won numerous awards. In fact, her most recent album, Walking in Twos, has already collected some gold. I also understand why she inspires her fans to respect and value all cultures through their shared love of music. And I was very, very impressed by her support for other women in music, which all of which is why we are so proud. Amanda Abizade to Music Friday Live. Amanda, welcome. Well, thank you so much, Patrick. Um, it's a pleasure and honor to be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the Mutual Admiration Society, okay? Uh, Amanda, <laughs> we've been listening to um, your your song and your album, um, Walking in Twos All Week. And, and, you know, this is quite an accomplishment. I'm really blown away. How long has this album and these songs been percolating in your mind Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, you're a fan and that you're enjoying the music. Um, I think it's been uh, for the last couple of years. Um, it all, you know, it all started um, when I went to the Philippines, and it just really inspired uh, a new branch of music. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's been the last couple of years of my okay. experiences there and, and life. All right. Well, I, I want you to tell us the title song, uh, the, the story behind the title song, because it's quite a tale. But first, why don't we let our audience hear uh, a little bit of why I'm so excited. We're going to start in the middle of Walking in Twos because there's some very special voices there. This is Walking in Twos. Thank you. 
You know, I, I could listen to that song um, all day long. In, in fact, I actually have been. Uh, so who are all those voices we're hearing in the song, and how did you find them and get them on the record? Yes, well, that is definitely uh, a life-changing experience for me, and uh, it did start uh, a couple years ago. Um, my friend and uh, former U.S. Marine, Robert T. Wagner, I met him when he was a Marine when I was a little girl in Lebanon, and he uh, reached out to me a couple years ago um, because he had been staying in touch with my, myself and my family, and um, he had been listening to my music and was very inspired about the message that I was putting out there, supporting women, and and um, so he asked me to come to the Philippines where he was and still is founder of HelpPhilippineSchools.org and asked me to come over and teach songwriting and especially to inspire the girls there to learn how to think for themselves through the art of songwriting and, and singing. So that was something I'd never done before, and I definitely said yes and went over there for two weeks. And as I said, it was a life-changing experience. Um, through that, he also wanted me to meet the Aita indigenous people, and that was the first time I'd ever heard of them. Uh, so I did go meet them in, in a couple of different villages, one specifically, Hadwan Village, and uh, those are the children. Um, they have a specific dialect I've learned about. There's about 7,000 or more dialects of Aita, and so the one that you're hearing on the song is specific to the Hadwan Village, and uh, nobody's ever heard that dialect before um it's never been recorded and nor recorded with of course the legendary Stephen Stills um so I think it makes for a very unique recording and also a very special moment for them to be able to have that opportunity um and one of the things that Robert said to me was you know um I spent a couple days with them and we basically they don't speak English so we basically they sang their Christian songs and I sang my songs and I did sing the song Walking Into that I had, had started. Um, and so they said uh, to Robert that the, the one thing that really touched them was that the outside world, I was a sign that the outside world cared about them and knew about them. So since then I've been uh, asked to be cultural ambassador of the foundation and have been gaining as much exposure and awareness for the Aita people and children and, and uh, helpphilippineschools.org. Okay. Uh, why don't you uh, say that w- once again, how people can get involved and help out. What's that website again? So if you would like to support the ITA, you can do that through my through the Robert T. Wagner Foundation at helpphilippineschools.org. You can also go to gofundme.com slash Amanda Abizade. And you can donate there. That's the main place. Well, I think you can donate on his website as well. But that's how you can uh, support and stay in touch. And, of course, through my website, amandaabizade.com, you can reach out to me anytime. I can give you any information. All the information is on my site as well. Okay. Um, There are also – Oh, I was going to say there's also a promo video, a promo video and a documentary that we did um, on my website under the video tab. You can scroll down and you can watch the documentary um, of my experience there. And, of course, uh, you can watch the music video, too, um, of the Aita uh, singing on the song and, um, you know, my time there. So, yeah. Wow, what a what a wonderful experience! And and you mentioned the legendary Stephen Stills, and I know he he he's written songs with you for some time. How is it that you two cross paths? Well, I've known Stephen for over fifteen years. I met him originally through his daughter Jennifer Stills, um, who I met out here uh, when I first came to LA. Um, my boyfriend at the time was going was friends with. Uh, her boyfriend at the time <laughs> and it was kind of a cute little story we went to a party to to meet her he said hey you know Jennifer Stills you know Stephen Stills daughter is going to be at this party I want you to meet her and um, so when we went to the party uh, we walked in the door and she was singing one of her songs called Lover beautiful song and uh, I just started harmonizing with her right away it just felt really natural and uh, I started harmonizing and she stopped and said who are you how do you know my song 
so that's how we kind of bonded and became friends. And I actually sang with her for quite some time as a backup singer for her um, here in Los Angeles. So that's how I met Stephen. You know, eventually. Wow. That's a great story. Well, I want to go back to the album, um, your album, uh, which doesn't have any of that harmony on it, but it's got a lot of other things. And it's got the first song on it is a really haunting song called Lion's Den, which actually does feature <laughs> harmonies. Right? Um, and also, I think your flute's on it, too. So let's play a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm going to start in the middle and uh, we'll go from there. Here we go. Uh, this is Lion's Den. I say I, I, I could listen to that song all day and I did listen to it all day. It, it's just so haunting. <laughs> uh, so what's the lion's den? Oh, thank you. Um, well, I had actually uh, adopted uh, sort of rescued two kittens at the recording studio. Um, uh, Haywood recording studio, Leon Haywood, who passed away actually, um, I think last year or the year before. Um, yes. So we were recording at his studio uh, with uh, Bill Deschel, who was the engineer, and there were these, there's lots of strays there on Crenshaw and Rodeo. <laughs> And um, there were two straight. There were two straight cats. I'm a big cat lover, and there were two straight kittens. And um, I just wanted, you know, I, I was uh, one of them got really attached to me, and so I I trapped both of them and ended up giving them to uh, my friend who lives um, up north. And uh, you know, so um, that was just kind of I don't know. I just was really touched by the experience of their life. And um, that's how Lion's Den came about. It, they really just uh, gave me strength and um, showed me the hardship of their life. And, and so that's how this song came about. Cool. You are full of great stories. Of, <laughs> it's, you know, it's but, funny. I, you know, I, don't, I don't choose what inspires me. <laughs> uh, it, comes to, it comes to me. And when it comes to when the story comes to me, I grab it and I put it down. I just have to be available for it. So it's kind of interesting how it happens. But you also have a very interesting background. Now, I introduced you as a Lebanese-American, but there's more to your story. Your father was Mexican. Your mother was American. You traveled throughout the Middle East, and you soaked up that music, which is atonal and has far more complex rhythms than Americans are used to. And then you moved to the U.S. and soaked up 70s rock and folk and Beatles, and then you started a band with your sisters and ended up in L.A. playing with some of the the heaviest musicians in town, Eric Dover and Brian Hurd and others. Did all of that kind of funnel itself into your songwriting and for this album? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I do try to bring the East and West together and unite the two um, in song. And definitely my rock background, the contemporary songwriting background, working with amazing musicians right from the start was such a blessing. And it, it, it uh, kind of uh, spoiled me, and, but it also got me to see, you know, how, you need, how, how at the level I need to be. So I do like to work with artists that are, are, are more experienced than I am and so that I can learn and grow from them. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really right now uh, bringing my roots back, uh, incorporating um, the Middle Eastern uh, sounds and instruments, and I'm I'm studying Arabic, and I'm going to be singing a little more in Arabic. 
So just really trying to come together with it all. So walking in twos is, you know, a little bit more getting into that with a couple of the other songs that have oud guitar, the Lebanese guitar, and a little bit of Arabic in the chorus of the release, Me and One Love. So um, it's fun. It's just all fun, and I'm just figuring it all out. (laughs) <laughs> which is what musicians do and you know we, we, we listen we listened this week to your your first uh your first album the great plan volume one and then of course we've been listening to this one and you know i can i can see the evolution in there then you definitely are figuring it out so congratulations when you do figure it out let us know okay <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna figure it out it's just a journey you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's a journey uh, let me re- remind our listeners that we're talking with uh, Amanda Abazaid, and you can talk with her, too. You can call in if you'd like, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Some of you have already emailed us, so why don't we go to some of those emails? Um, uh, Ryan in Los Angeles. <clears throat> Ryan's, oh, this is cool. Ryan says, I saw you at Molly Stone's. Um, you should play the flute in more of your songs. It's really different and cool. Oh, I love that. Well, I am definitely going to be playing the flute more in my music. So that is awesome. Okay. That is definitely the one instrument over piano and guitar that I'm going to continue uh, playing live. So, And that was actually the does... first time that I – oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, that was the first show that I tried a, a new to do two microphones like that. Um, I really want uh, an ambient uh, atmosphere with the flute. So I, I had a high reverb on the flute microphone, and then I had the regular reverb on the vocal mic. So uh, I'm experimenting with that so that I can really create uh, a, a vibe and an atmosphere and a journey. So that's great. Well, that was cool. That. Thank you, Ryan. I, I, I remember that. That that was cool. Um Sala in Hollywood. Um, oh, this is interesting. I don't hear a lot of Arabian music in your your music. Is it just in some songs? I like it, but I'm not sure if it's there. And by Arabian, I guess she means Middle Eastern. Well, she's right because I am in the I'm in the transition of the East and West. My goal is to unite the East and West together in song, and I've tried it out on uh, some of my songs on on different albums. Uh, but um, this next album I'm doing is going to be much more world beat, much more of a fusion. Um, I'm just really just trying to be who I am. I mean, I'm pretty American, but I'm, you know, for the most part at this point. Um, uh, but uh, I, I am I'm working this time with a world music producer with more uh, Middle Eastern in, uh, musicians. So there's always going to be a fusion of East and West, but she, but she's right. Yeah, I will be bringing, though, more of that sound to this next album in full. Okay. Um, Mercy in New York City says, I think you've played here, but are you planning on coming back? You might go over really well at the High Line. Oh, wow. Uh, Century City? No, New Where York City. From? New York. Oh, New York. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that was a while ago. Um, you know, I don't have any New York plans as of now. Uh, my tour right now next year starts in Florida, in Sarasota, at the Reserve Winery. And then I'll be in San Francisco at the end of February, and then at Vitello's March 14th in L.A. So I'm going to be primarily focusing on building the West Coast tour this year, but uh I, I'm happy to hear New York wants me back. I hope I can get that email and location that he's talking about, and I will surely look into that to see if I can I can grab that and go out there. Oh, I, I can send you a note about the High Line. Um, yeah. You also have a, a request to come to to to. to uh, um, no, I rather you uh, have somebody who wants to know if you ever play in, in blues festivals. I've got a couple of people who want to know if you ever play in blues festivals. Do you? Oh wow, um, I, I I haven't yet, um, but okay. I I will look into that as well. <laughs> I'm building okay. my tour right now, so oh. I will definitely look into those festivals. All right, but yeah, I'm in the um, process of uh, building. For the uh, year. Zephyr in uh, Austin. <laughs> Uh, Zephyr says, and I don't know if Zephyr is male or female, but I have a feeling it's female. Um, what's with the hair on your website pics? Uh, you ha- are those natural curls? 
Uh, they are not natural curls. <laughs> um, you know, I am a hair changer. I'm a chameleon. Um, so uh, it's it's hard to keep up with my hair color and styles for sure. Uh, what happened was I went to Mexico with my mom and my sister and my husband, and uh, we did cornrows on the beach. So when it came to uh, take pictures for walking in twos, um, I kept them in. Cool. And then I took them out, and that's what my hair looked like. So I just thought it would be a really cool uh, sort of, you know, ethnic kind of change look for me. Um, okay. I'm, not, I'm not stuck on my look. It changes a lot, if you notice, my color and cut and texture. So that's just, yes. that's just a mood thing for me. That's a mood thing for me. So um, I, I, hope, uh, I hope they like the style. I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> that's where it came from. <laughs> okay. Well, we need to get back to music, um, right? Yeah. And um, uh, <laughs> I do have curly uh, hair, though, just not that curly. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And, and for people who haven't seen her, she, she's a, a tall, beautiful, and I and when I've seen her, redheaded woman. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, we have more music of yours, and I want to play uh, "Promises of Love," and we're going to play it from the beginning. And this is kind of a um, an interesting. It's kind of an interesting intro to uh, this song. So here we go. To me, sounds like a just sort of straight up uh, love song um, with a great hook that mm-hmm. makes it an earworm. But I wonder, has, has mm. the meaning of love promised changed over your career? Has the quality of romantic relationships that you sing about mm. become different yeah. um, given and hence the ethereal arrangement in that song? Mm. Um, yeah, well, that song is actually um, based uh, from a poem that my father wrote, and it's a uh, it's a uh, more more towards the love for my father, um, ah, okay. uh, which was an experience uh, when I left Lebanon as a child. That's um, so uh, when he passed away, he was a writer, a poem. Uh, he was a businessman, um, but he wrote many poems. And I went through his works, and uh, that one I realized that he had written shortly after uh, we came to the States, and he stayed in Lebanon during the Civil War. So it really wow. touched me, and I uh, built on the, the poem, my lyrics to add to his, and uh, that's why I have the Lebanese ode uh, guitar in the bridge there, who Ahmed Kamal um, uh, from Egypt uh, played on the song. So that was my way of sort of uniting the East and West. Um, and uh, But certainly, you know, my love relationships have definitely changed. And my husband has inspired a lot of, you know, I've been with him for 17 years now. So, uh, of course, he's inspired a lot of, um, you know, my songwriting and, and love songs. But there are different kinds of love, and I have a song, uh, My Friend, off of This Life album, which is a, a song about love for a, a friend of mine. So, you know, it, it, love is all over the place with different relationships for me. Good. Okay. Wonderful. That's why it's such a beautiful song. Um, you know, I was just oh, thinking, thank I, forgot, you. I forgot to ask you earlier when we were talking about uh, Stephen Stills, and uh, I know you work with him on other projects together. Um did you listen to uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash when you came to the States? Oh, yeah. I listened to it in Lebanon and also here, <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> that must have blown you away then, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's really weird. I know coincidences, karma, I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, that was always, of course, everybody's favorite, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, you know? And Our House was one particular song that my sisters and I used to sing together. So when I did meet Stephen and I told my mom who he was, uh, I said, do you know that song, Our House? We used to sing, oh, yes, oh, yes. So then she figured out who, who he was, you know? Um, so uh, she's more in the Elvis <laughs> Um, so so, uh yeah so of course a huge influence and just an amazing opportunity to know steven and to to uh collaborate with him i mean what an honor and opportunity and i've learned so much uh from him through you know about songwriting and just uh the experience um and his musicianship so you know it's it's, yeah okay it's of course of course a huge influence (laughs) He's also a hell of a guitar player. Well, we are almost out of time. Yeah, I know. Uh, You know, he once told me that when he flies, he always flies first class, and he buys a ticket for himself and for his guitar player for his guitar, (laughs) and a ticket for his guitar tuner who has to sit back in the coach. But the guitar gets to sit in the first class seat next to him. Oh, first! Oh, you better you better believe it. (laughs) I know. Having been to his house and seen his guitars, I know what you mean. Uh, we, we're almost mm-hmm. out of time. I got one more song of yours I want to play, and this is um, In Love Again. To, to say the least. Now, now who, who are you harmonizing with there? Me. I harmonize Me. on all of my songs. Okay. All right. Uh, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not your four sisters there or Stephen Stills. It's you. Okay. No, um, but that's definitely where the harmonies came from. Stephen Stills for sure. Crosley Stills and Nash. But that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, Amanda, we are out of time, which is a shame because there are so many more songs to play. And I'm sure you've got lots and lots of stories to tell. Um what have you got special planned for next year? You mentioned you've got a tour. Is there another album in the works? Yes, there's a tour across the, you know, up and down the West Coast. And, uh, and um, yes, there's a new album coming out. So that will be really getting back to my roots. Um, I'm hoping to go to Lebanon and really connect with, and do another, uh, another uh, song with children singing, uh, refugees, yeah. Syrians, Lebanese, Palestinian, you know, just trying to really bring the East and West together and inspire these children uh, to have hope in their lives and dream. And so, yeah, it's going to be okay. a, world, uh, a world music album. But still, oh. there will always be the Western part of Amanda Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and to prove that, I understand you have a remix coming out, too. Is that right? I do. Thank you so much for mentioning that. I do. Uh, that song, Promises of Love, was produced, co-produced with Raj Ramaya from Strawberry Hill Music. And he just did a Bollywood remix of Walking in Twos, which will be released November 16th. So you can stay tuned for that as well. Sign up on yep. my email list at amandaabase.com and stay in touch with me, please. Ask me any questions. It's, it's, uh, I'd love to hang out with my fans. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us today. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Patrick. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Amanda Abizade, the album is Walking in Twos. It's available everywhere. Sign up for her mailing list so you can find out about her tour, which is West Coast this time, and also about the remix coming out. All right, we're going to take a quick break before our next guest. Our next guest is really exciting, uh, uh, Sydney Wright. Well, I'll let her tell her, her stories, too. But right now, we're going to take a quick trip to Mexico. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, 
where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Well, I will see you in San Felipe. I could use getting away so I can rest myself and get a voice like that. When I grow up, I want to have that voice. Okay, It's a great radio voice. But in the meantime, you should go to mysanfelipevacation.com and use the discount code MFLA5, and you'll get a discount on everything you book. And hopefully I'll see you in San Felipe. Sydney Wright is amazing. Now, she's not the kind of amazing that everybody calls everything today, but she's really, really amazing. Born in a little tiny town in West Texas, she's grown up to be a sophisticated sound engineer and a loop pedal artist in Austin, one of America's premier music cities. But more than that, she writes and she performs songs that, well, they range from addictive to heartbreaking. And many of those songs employ her electronic skills, but really subtly and cleverly. She's really an artist at it. And on top of that, she was practically disassembled in a hit-and-run accident while on her motor scooter. And after multiple surgeries and 10 days in the hospital and physical therapy, she is back with a vengeance. And that means with new songs, new videos, and a debut solo album, which is being released today. Sydney, welcome to Music Friday Live, and thank you so much for letting us premiere some of your songs today on the radio. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Patrick. Well, you have so many stories to tell, and and I want to hear them all, or at least as many as we have time for. But first, Mm -hmm. the new album, Um, and I'm going to let you pronounce the name of the album. It's called Seish. It's a French word, if that helps. And And it means uh, means to... It means to sway back and forth. Um, Hydrologists use it to define a standing wave, like a surfing wave on top of a lake, which never happens until something crazy happens, like atmospheric pressure changes or seismic activity that's just like violent and disrupts things. And then the water just has to slosh back and forth or sway back and forth to regain equilibrium at that point. That's a great neighbor. That's Thank you. It's... um, I named it after my favorite song on the album, um, which is obviously called Seish. And it's this just story about transcendence and, you know, moving past and swaying back and forth when you have to and just getting back to balance. Well, we'll play that song. Um, and oh. we'll, I want to kind of work our way up to it because you really put a lot of emotion in this album, um, which is interesting because – you're billed as a sound engineer and a loop pedal artist, but your voice is as is, is, is good as any I hear. And I, you know, I talk to 50, 60 people a year here. Um, have you had voice lessons or voice coaching? I uh, tried a voice lesson or two, but I, it's kind of like having a personal trainer. Like I don't want to do it if you're telling me to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just kind of, self-taught and I, I you know grew up singing in choirs and in church with my mom and learned harmonies and stuff so okay all yeah. right well I won't tell you to do anything okay <laughs> right. um, but anyway we should let our uh, audience in on the excitement and also pr- premiere uh, one of the songs so here's one that I've been listening to um, from your website uh, it's called you can mm-hmm. stay Going down, do you need a ride? Now you're gonna stick around. Been a long night, you don't wanna ride. I'm about to give. 
Well, first of all, that is just an addictive. It, it's really uh, an earworm. And uh, every time I hear that, I kind of sort of sit back and let some of the lyrics wash over me. Let me read some of them here. We could protect the plunder, keep building our Rome. We could incubate all the freedom and foam. And through the current crashes till we breathe on our own, like a phoenix from the ashes, we will weave away home. No, no, no one can breathe underwater. Okay, uh, wow. I understand that when you wrote that, you were first getting into looping and studying ethnomusicology, which is kind of an interesting combination. And you quickly saw mm. the juxtaposition of classical and technology, technological, and you transformed it into music, which I think in this song kind of finds the balance between two, those two things. Was this difficult? Was this, this, this song, the song to me has the right balance, but did it take a while to kind of titrate that back and forth till you got it? This one was one that I took in the studio with a loop pedal arrangement already made. And my uh, producers, Stefano Vianney and Alex Ponce, are incredibly uh, supportive of anything that I thought of and wanted to include it. And so that's where I got this drum beat, which I took from, um, I was studying Indian classical music at that point in school. And yeah, so it kind of just all came together. It was that beat and and the arrangement was kind of put together when we took it to the studio. So getting to um, include Stefano and Alex in making it sound even better than, you know, what I can come up with on the live looper is, was really special for this one. Well, it, it resulted in a special song. And I want to kind of ask you about the, the metaphor of being underwater, which is sort mm -hmm. of like being yeah. trapped without fresh air. Um, and depending on technology for things that make life possible and pleasurable, is, 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 is that kind of where you were going with that? And if so, what choice do we have? Well, I remember when there were only landlines, vaguely, and um, I remember getting a smartphone around the time when I uh, wrote this song. And so, you know, things can just happen when you have, like, all the information in the world on your phone. Like, you're looking up directions to a place that you're literally driving by, but you don't see it because you're looking at your phone, you know? But, <laughs> We've all but had that. things like that can happen, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I don't know, just say something about it. And so that's what Underwater is about. It's about putting yourself in this in this place where, like, it's e is it easier or harder to live? Are we making it more complicated with endless options or are we free because we have all the choices in the world? It's, it's hard, but I know that, that there's like some kind of freedom to be had, you know, when you turn your phone off and you, or you leave it at home for a few hours, that feels good to me. So it feels like with all of these amenities and all this technology, we're kind of like living in this world where we have to, you know, wear flippers or have phones or like bring in our own oxygen because we can't like actually survive in this world we've created. We're just like adapting. Oh, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I completely sympathize. Let me remind our listeners that we're talking with Sydney Wright and you can talk with her too, or you can email a lot of your email in. So um, I'll give out the address. It's a music Friday live at gmail.com. And uh, let's, let's and pardon me, my voice is beginning to go away. I warned everybody at the beginning of the show that I have a, a cold, so my voice may sort of begin to get lower and lower, and it is. So <clears throat> um, let's go to some of the emails. Um, Placenta in uh, Placencia, pardon me, in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, exactly what is a loop pedal? Do you actually play it like a guitar? Okay. Well, that's a good question, actually. That's a great question. Um, a loop pedal is like the one that one that I have is stompable. And so I have it on the ground. It's a Roland Boss unit and um, it has three tracks. And basically I can plug my voice or my guitar or my piano um, into it and create tracks and then overdub live on top of those tracks as many as much as I want, which is kind of dangerous sometimes. But then how I do it is I, you know, build a drum beat, a pre-chorus part, and then the chorus part, and then I'll stomp the three tracks in and out as I perform the song. 
it's fun. You can see it on YouTube. I have a few uh, videos up on YouTube if you need an example. Okay. So you have a YouTube channel with, uh, with that on it, right? Yes. Okay. So, yes, I do. Um, Placencia, why don't you, after the show, not right now, go to um, YouTube and look her up, and you can see her using a loop pedal, which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, but like you say, it can be dangerous. I have seen people get so involved in looping one thing on top of the other that you kind of lose track of what they're doing, or at least the audience yeah. does. Um, Bob in Dallas, do you also play a synth, or do you reuse one in your recording? Um, Stefano, one of the producers, is all about synths. He really brought his uh, expertise into the album. I love synths, and I do have a few uh, a few loaded into my Nord keyboard that I use um, for performing. But I'm going to say all the synths on the album are a result of Stefano, and okay. I think they're amazing. Uh, Roger49 in Boston wants to know, um, I know there are a lot of clubs in Austin. Have you played all of them? <laughs> Almost. Pretty much. <laughs> You're working on it. Huh? <laughs> well, I do Boston. have a goal. I really, I really want to play the Paramount in, oh, here haven't. in Austin. It's, it's, right, oh. it's right on uh, Congress where you can like see the Capitol building, and yeah. it's, it's really nice. But. Yes, I've, I've actually been there, and it's it's cool. Um, well, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Roger, well, why don't you take a trip from Boston to um, Austin, go to South by Southwest, and um, you'll probably uh, get to experience all those clubs. In fact, I know you will. And speaking of South yep. by Southwest, <laughs> Sylvia in Tampa wants to know, if have you ever played at South by Southwest? Many times. Yeah. Unofficial shows, to be clear. Um, oh, okay. But mostly, I handle South by Southwest as a live sound engineer because that's because I like making money. <laughs> Don't we so all? So I used to be a sound engineer usually during South by, um, and I'll play a few special shows. Okay. All right. Um, do you mind talking about your uh, your your accident? Oh sure. Um, oh, so yeah, well, let me, I. Let me ask. Um, I know you were severely injured. You were in the hospital for 10 days or so. You went through a long time healing um, uh, and learning to walk again, essentially. Has, has that affected your music? Not yet. Not yet. Um, I feel like the, the album name is prophetic, you know, the whole swaying back and forth, back to equilibrium. I chose that way before this accident, and it has really – uh, been true, you know, through this experience. So I was riding one of the, uh, those electric scooters that you see everywhere now. I was, it was 10 a.m. on a Saturday and I was going to yoga and this was in July and, uh, I was crossing a crosswalk and, um, a man ran me over and kept driving. It was a hit and run. And I, uh, was unconscious through most of, like, I don't remember those first like 12 days I had, four surgeries. I have a brand new titanium in my leg, which makes me bionic. And uh, <laughs> I broke my wrist. I had like a skull, they called it a skull fracture, a couple of spine fractures. It was, uh, I had a skin graft. He ran over my ankle. It was Oof. insane. Yeah. Um, but you have yeah. come back with a, with a vengeance. Uh, and I want to give a demonstration of, of your comeback by playing another one of your great songs. Uh, this is Let You Let Me Go. Coming back where we've been where I said I wasn't coming around again Couple years and a lifetime ago You gave up the chase Just hear me out one minute Let me plead my case I was out of love so long Heartbroken 
again, uh, uh, such such powerful emotions and such cinematic word images. You know, I, I'm not sure you're really an engineer. I, I taught for a while. I was a professor before I did this at Georgia Tech, and none of my students could do that. Right? Uh, it's amazing. Um, so. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm an engineer either. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. not my favorite, right. but I do enjoy doing it. Um, All right. That song actually was one that I wrote in high school with one of my friends. It made it to the um, album. Okay. Um, now, I imagine you created the sound. I think there's an Ableton in there and some swooping synth melodies, and but it all feels really natural and, and perfectly frames your voice. So what comes first? Does the song and the voice come first, and then you build a frame around it, or do they, is, is there no rule? Um, there are no rules, but this time, yes, I had all the songs, or this, this song was definitely written first, and then we brought it in and just kind of like messed with the arrangement and then built around that. Well, the three of you, you, you and the two, two uh, producers, um, you, you're kind of mm-hmm. like one organic being when it comes to laying these tracks down. This is wonderful. Uh, they fit so well. Um I wanted to, uh, uh, oh, I've got a, an email here I have to, I do want to get to, and this is uh, uh, Nancy B. in Kansas City wants to know if you change your attitude towards motor scooters or wearing helmets. Oh, definitely the helmet thing. I got so lucky. I was not wearing a helmet. Um, and, I, and I have not changed my opinion of scooters. I still love them. I think they're efficient. They're time and cost saving and I don't have to find parking when I go around. I think, I think they're amazing. I think that the infrastructure of cities aren't ready for them, especially if they're pedestrian rich. So there's a lot of cities, including one near me called Santa Monica. That's wrestling with that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's for another show. Uh, Cause we do want to wrap up with the last song. Uh, Cause we are getting tight on time and I've saved the, the, uh, the best for last. This is the title song. This is the title. One, uh, there's one line in that that I think kind of sums up a lot of stuff. Known by words unspoken, I'm not broken, don't need saving. Somehow, mm-hmm. I, I think that sums up you in some ways. Um, our lives are not about opinions and expectations that other people put on them, but they're about ourselves and our own beliefs and aspirations. Um, is that what you're sort of seeing, singing about there? That's absolutely, you hit the nail on the head there. That's exactly right. Um, Actually, that line, uh, I was playing a show like right after the accident and someone requested that song. And I like, I started crying, singing that line all of a sudden, not crying. I held it together, but um, it hit me hard, that one. (laughs) And and it hits me hard too when I I listen to it. I think that sums up a lot of things, a lot about my life and I bet a lot of other people too, that, uh, that, that's a very relatable line. That's a very relatable song and the way you do it, it's just amazing. Um, uh, but the song Thank soars you. towards the end, you bring in full orchestration, your voice keeps right up with it really nicely done. And, uh, did that take a lot of takes before you got it just right? 
um, for that that big chorus. I remember we got there. There's tons. Okay, I recorded it at Sonic Ranch, and there's tons of artists. There's tons of studios there, so there's lots of artists. We grabbed everybody that was working on an album there, and we did the gang vocals for that. Um, in like a few, just a few takes with everybody. It was really, really fun. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm afraid that there's going to be a lot of words unspoken because we're out of time. Um, before you leave, uh, you have an album release party tonight at Cheer Up Charlie's in, in Austin. Um, where oh, yeah. can people get your music? It is on iTunes, Spotify. It is for sale on my um website sydneywrightmusic.com sydney like australia right with a w and i'm on all the social platforms you can find it on deezer amazon everywhere yes okay all right well thank you so much for um for for being on the air with us today come to la i want to see you live okay and 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 watch you do all that stuff with your stomping on pedal live okay but thank you so much for taking the time Thank you. Okay. Um, you heard it here. We've uh, uh, premiered um, uh, SACE by uh, Sydney Wright. You should get it. You can get it everywhere, and you should get it. If you're in Austin, you should be at the, the CD release party tonight at Cheer Up Charlie's. I have a feeling it's going to be the party of the year. And you have been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan uh, from Cyber Station USA Radio, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates, both here and in England. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get real-time updates on our guests. Music Friday Live is produced by Music Friday Live and Fairness Radio, LLC. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern, well, our intern is no longer Angeline Serrano because she's got her own radio show. You go, girl. Download this and other Music Friday Live programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. And check out the Music Friday Live website. Tune in next week when we call with we have we talk with with the great Maria del Pilar and also rising artist Devin Kennedy. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we'll update you on the guests. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you with a little more of that wonderful song, Sace. to a little bit more of SACE by Sydney Wright. And I also want to thank everybody who emailed in and, and uh, expressed concern about uh, Music Friday Live and the fires. No, we are not near the fires. Thank goodness uh, we do know people who are and um, have evacuated, but uh, we're okay, and I just hope that everybody else is okay. See you next week. <laughs>